Hey, welcome to the Default Alive podcast. I'm Corey. And I'm Chris. And this is our audio documentary of our journeys building profitable internet businesses. And so if this is your first time listening, you can learn more about us and get up to speed by starting at episode number one. But if you're a regular, welcome back. Alrighty. Well, one year later, episode 49. <laughs> yeah, we've... Uh... Apparently we've missed a few weeks, but one year later. I know it's, it's so bizarre. I, I like always have the anniversary dates in my, in my head. And, uh, I was catching up with someone last week and they were like, how long has it been since you left for metrics? And I was like, well, I think it's been about, oh, it's been like exactly a year. Totally forgot. But, um, it's also the one anniversary of us basically starting this podcast. I think we started recording like a little bit before like maybe like the week that i left Barometrics, and then we published it like the next week like right after <laughs> and uh we have the i have the whole like tweet thread kind of every of every episode but uh happy one year of doing the podcast yeah happy one year it's been fun it's uh it's definitely gone fast and it's it's been a learning experience for sure but yeah it's it's cool to do every week or or almost every week yeah, no, no longer a noob anymore either, right? What's uh, after a year? I think that we've uh, we've far surpassed most other podcasts and outlasted them. So I think we're <laughs> we're probably in like the top ten percent or something like that now. <laughs> wow, yeah, a, a number of podcasts that I listen to have recently passed like a hundred episodes, which is you know obviously close to two years. So uh, of course, always looking forward. <laughs> Still have a ways to go, but mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I think with with 52 weeks in a year, and we're at episode 49, that means that we skipped about three weeks, which is actually pretty good. Uh, it's actually less than I thought. I'm like a little bit, I guess it's maybe like 48 since it was like a year, but not too shabby. Yeah, yeah, I feel like we've skipped more weeks than that too, but <laughs> somehow it worked out. Yeah, we've had. I mean, we've had some people fill in, but... Yeah, even, I mean, I think right before this, we skipped like two weeks. So without that, we would have only skipped like a week or two. Um, yeah. Which is, yeah, which is way better than I thought. Counts for something. Yeah. I know. Yeah, I mean, it's like consistency with anything, I think, matters so much. Like it's, it's whether you're starting a business, you're working out, you're, uh, you know, dieting or whatever, it's like, if you, even if you don't do things optimally, as long as you do them consistently, like you're going to see progress. Yeah. Yeah. So better done than perfect. I know. I feel like that's, um, it's one of those like hard truth pills to swallow because for someone like me, who's like always in a rush, <laughs> I don't want that to be true <laughs> because I'm like, well, can't I just like speed this up and take a shortcut somewhere? But no, not really. You just have to show up every day. Which is yeah. a good thing because you can show up every day. It's just there really aren't very many shortcuts. Yeah. That's, that's it really. Yeah. That is the secret sauce. Um, pretty bizarre. I mean, it's it's nice that, that they're sort of aligned, but uh, pretty bizarre that I've been out of my own for the past year now as well. And uh, kind of interesting to kind of look back and be a little bit introspective about that. It's weird because it feels very normal now. Mm. Um, but I remember this time of year last year, 
where it did not feel normal at all. And it was very <laughs> strange. And, um, it's always like, whenever I like look back, I'm like, wow, I'm really glad that I'm past that part or past that kind of stage or, you mm-hmm. know, season of life. And I remember very distinctively feeling like, okay, I'm, I, I really like can't wait until I can look back and be glad that I'm past this part <laughs> and now I can. So, um, but at the same time, I can't take it for granted either. I think just, I don't know, maybe it's because it's been a while or because I had those kind of reminders, like talking with a friend and being like, Oh, it has been about a year. It's kind of forced me to look, kind of look back a little bit, but, um, you know, it's good to remember sort of how good you have it, even if things aren't like exactly the way you want them to be. Uh, just realizing like, yeah, it's pretty nice. Like maybe ironically today of all days, um, spent the most, most of the day on the couch with my wife watching TV while I worked <laughs> and just cranked out a bunch of newsletter content, which I'll get to. But, um, it's like, you can't, I can't really, you know, uh, it's, it's a very unique experience. And, um, so regardless of where I am today, I'm very thankful for the situ- situation I am in now. Yeah. A, a year ago you were stepping out in the unknown and, uh, that's obviously super scary. And you, it was a decision that you were thinking about for a while too, like several months, mm-hmm. even prior to that, you know, and I remember you asking me about like, well, like getting freelance clients and, uh, you know, you weren't super, sh- I was like, Oh yeah, of course you're, you're going to have tons of work. And you're like, well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I had no confidence in that at all. Yeah. Yeah. But I was the exact same way before I started, uh, you know, off on my own as well, freelancing and and then eventually doing SaaS stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy stuff. Um, here we are a year later and, uh, just keep that consistency, you know, got to keep, uh, I think that's one thing that's something gotten easier is like accepting kind of the, you know, taking the long road approach and, um, have that long-term vision and just trying to be consistent and, uh, finding more balance as well. And so I think I've, I have a couple more things figured out than I did a year ago. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. And actually September is the anniversary year for JetBoost as well. So, so Oh, really? Oh, is that so? Okay. I'm trying to get, um, sorry to cut you off. Uh, no, no. I was just excited because I was trying to think, um, I think that you started sort of messing around with Hey Marketers maybe in like July or August. And so September, kind of like the anniversary of when he counted, um, uh, like productizing it or like writing the first sort of like product code for JetBoost or what is, what is like the anniversary of? Yeah. So September, beginning of September, 2019 was when I first put up a landing page for the JetBoost idea. Uh, which <laughs> to to pat myself on the back, I actually did before writing any lines of code for the product outside wow. of uh, the the script that I gave you. Well done, well done. <laughs> in in one of the rare instances for me that I, that I didn't just <laughs> dive straight into the code. Uh, and then the rest of that month was really spent building the MVP uh, as the uh, you know signups were were coming in for the waitlist. Uh, mm. but then the official MVP launch was October of 2019. Okay. Okay. But yeah, I mean, it's pretty much the anniversary of the, the inception of JetBoost yeah. the product, not just the, uh, the hacky script on my site, but right. the actual, that's really cool. 
That's amazing. So that was two years ago. Yeah. In this month. And actually yeah. a year ago in September, I remember was one of the low points for me with JetBoost uh, mm. because revenue wise, it was still not where it needed to be for me to like technically be working on it full time. Uh, and I was like busier than I'd ever been, uh, work wise because it was still just me. There were, it was getting to the point where there were a lot of customers, uh, and a lot of support, but yeah, the revenue still wasn't quite there yet. And so I was just like mm. drowning in, in work and trying to ship out new features and trying to do support and, um, yeah, I remember it was, <laughs> I'm pretty sure if you go back and, and listen to the start of this podcast, like I was not in the best place for, for starting out a podcast, mm -hmm. um, but eventually got through it. And, and yeah, it's always cool to be able to look back and, and see how far you've come. Yeah. I'm looking at the show notes from when we first launched it. And, uh, I think in episode two is when you talked about the JetBoost anniversary and um, one of the kind of lines there was handling a huge support load as a solo founder. And then episode <laughs> three was like how to create a calm company of one and uh, mental capacity as a knowledge worker and reducing information overload. Like there was definitely a lot sort of weighing mentally in that time. Yeah. Yep. Totally. Crazy look back. Well, how have things been the last week, though? As yeah, opposed to last been... year, especially. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It really is like a, a night and day difference. Things feel so much calmer now. Um, outside of maybe one thing that I'll get into. But, yeah, just in general, day to day, it's, it feels a lot quieter. Um, I do have stretches where I'm able to just put my head down and work uh, without feeling like constantly interrupted especially just from the support stuff being handled by Noah, which has just been amazing. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I will say the last week was a little bit slower. Like we, we were on a bit of a shipping spree. Uh, last week we did ship a couple updates, but they were mainly bug fixes and uh, one like minor feature request for sorting. Um, so we're really close to the official launch of the sorting booster. Uh, we're just finishing up all the marketing material for that and should be good to launch that this week. So pretty stoked Exciting. for that. Yeah. yeah. Finally there. But yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. I was hoping to get it out last week, but, um, couldn't, couldn't quite make it. So it'll be this week for sure. Hmm. Yeah. That's cool. So, so what was the, uh, the minor bump in the road <laughs> last week? <laughs> Yeah. Uh, well specifically, yeah, a couple things. Uh, so we had our first chargeback for JetBoost, mm. uh, which yeah, it's, it's funny cause so I got the notification from Stripe and like, it like really pissed me off at first to be honest. <laughs> cause I'm like, <laughs> it's a self-service SaaS. It's so easy to go in there and cancel your account. You can cancel at any time. People still write into support and ask us to cancel their subscription, cancel their account, and we just do it. It's not a big deal. Uh, mm -hmm. But for someone to like not take the time to do either of those two things 
and just go and issue a chargeback on their credit card. And this is someone who, after I reviewed their account history, like they started on one of the lower plans. After a couple months, they upgraded to a higher plan. They oh. were on that plan for a few months and then they just issued. So it's like, it's not like they just purchased a subscription and forgot about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so uh, I just reached out to them just that's like the recommended first step is just to email your customer and try and clear it up. So, uh, mm. you know, I was like, listen, happy to cancel your account, issue a refund, but can you remove the dispute? Um, mm. at the same time I was talking to another founder and they're like, wait, that's your first one ever. And you have how many customers and it's been how long? <laughs> and I was like, yeah. So that's impressive. That's a good yeah. long stretch. I mean, two years. That's uh, that's something to put on the resume. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't necessarily think it's anything that that we've done. Obviously, um, just more of a testament to probably the Webflow customer base than, than anything. Mm. Yeah. I, is it um? Who is it? Is it uh Andrew with Bootstrappers dot com? That's like creating awards. Um. I was, it was someone the other day, I forget who it was, but they were like, oh, if we, if there was like an award for SaaS founders, you know, like what should it be and like, who should we give it mm. to or something like that? I'll have to like do some digging. Um, but that would make a good one. Like longest stretch without a chargeback <laughs> <laughs> goes to Chris at JetBoost. <laughs> yeah. Most successful charges in a row without, without a chargeback. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. I mean, yeah, yeah. it's a long time. Yeah. Still a huge. Yeah. Problem, and I, yeah. I mean, obviously it's like the, the financial impact isn't very large. Um, you know, I was talking to Noah and, and he said when he was doing just like web design services, he had a client issue a chargeback on a contract that they did. And this is like, you oh know, my gosh. a couple thousand dollars. Yeah. Uh, and it was like through PayPal. And of course, like, PayPal basically always awards the um, the buyer versus the seller uh, in any dispute. So like he was just like out that that time, that money, and oh. he said the guy still ended up using his work that he did. It was like I was like, oh man, that's it's like what? a thousand times worse than <laughs> than the audacity. The, you know. Yeah, man. Yeah. What? Uh, so two things. One, I feel you because I think. Um, there aren't many things that like really like get under my skin and like kind of trigger me. But I remember at bare metrics, uh, the first time someone emailed me and they were like, Hey, can you go in and cancel, uh, my account and like issue a refund for, you know, last couple months or whatever. And I was like, who do you think you are? <laughs> like what you want me to, what you just, I don't know. You feel like, if you're working with other founders, especially, you just feel like you expect more out of these types of people, you know, like mm -hmm. I get it. If you're working customer service at a target or a Walmart and like, there's just, you know, wacky people that come through the door and you, but it's like, you expect more out of someone who's like a business owner or a professional quote unquote. And, um, that just felt like innately wrong to me. Like, no, like this behavior should not be tolerated and accepted. Like, Go to your freaking account by yourself and cancel it <laughs> and then email me and request a refund nicely. 
Uh, so I feel your pain there. But two, um, I to be honest, I don't really even know what a chargeback is. Like, I know it's a dispute to get their money back for a charge that was made. But I don't really know, like, what is the customer doing on their end? And, like, what do you have to do in response to it? Yeah, so basically they're going to their credit card company and they're saying, like, this charge is fraudulent or, you know, I don't know. It could be I just don't recognize this charge, whatever the reason that they give their credit card company. Uh And so then they contact, I, I guess, Stripe or I don't know exactly who they contact, but whoever is responsible for that, and mm. and basically, um, so Stripe reverses the payment and charges you fifteen dollars, um, for whatever reason. Again, I obviously don't know a ton about this with it being the first one, mm-hmm. um, and then they recommend the the steps that you're supposed to take, which is number one, reach out to the customer, try to resolve it that way. Um, otherwise there is like a list of information that you can provide to try to win the dispute. Mm. It's kind of ridiculous because they're asking for things like, it's so funny with all the, the privacy stuff and, and GDPR and whatnot. And, and then Stripe's like, yeah, give us like IP address (laughs) and, you know, log of all of their actions and like all this stuff. And I'm like, Hmm. Every piece of personal identifying information yeah, possible, basically. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I thought we weren't supposed to be keeping this data. That's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. So, huh. yeah, it's kind of funny. So that they want that information and then that's what they use to, to sway their opinion on yeah. if the chargeback should be allowed or disallowed basically right yeah Hmm. Yeah. but regardless if a if a customer uh i guess requests a chargeback i don't know what that language is is technically but regardless you have to pay a 15 dollar fine whether it's like yeah resolved or not amicably i'm actually not sure about that if i believe you still have to pay the 15 fine whether you win the dispute or not but if you win the dispute you get the you know the amount of the charge back uh, or sorry mm-hmm. the amount of like you know whatever the subscription cost is um, right for for that payment huh the thing is like I, th- I think it really doesn't matter in this case except that if that continues to happen more and more over time it's almost like your business has like a credit score and mm. so, you know, if it's like, oh, you're, you're getting a lot of chargebacks, your business starts to look shadier and shadier. And then, you know, in some yeah. cases, Stripe may even stop doing, you know, stop doing business with you. So, yeah, I mean that, yeah, that, that really sucks as a, as a product with sort of a low ARPU, because if you're charging a hundred bucks a year, or let's just say 15 bucks a month. Right. And then like a chargeback comes through that's automatically like a month of revenue, just like oh, right, gone, right. basically yeah. at a lifetime value. Um, regardless of like, if you keep that money or not, it's just eats yeah. away at your, your margin and your cash flow. I remember um, I haven't had many, I haven't had any chargebacks uh, for swipe files or for any of the courses, but I have had, had a couple of, um, 
you know, refund requests, just sort of usually and normally for things like courses, people figure out it's not for them, different expectations, yeah. whatever it is. It's totally fine. Hasn't been a whole ton. Um, but there was one in particular where uh, I had given someone a coupon to buy something for half off, but it was still a decent amount of money. It was still, I think came out to be like, you know, it was like a coupon to get like a bundle of stuff. And so they still ended up paying like 500 bucks. Uh, this was like pre swipe files. And, um, and then they like a month later requested uh, a refund. And, um, and this person had requested a refund for a hey marketers job post previously as well. Oh, and wow. uh, so like, you know, if they're like isolated incidents or like different people, you just sort of like do it. But then I saw it was the same person right. from like two different times and two different products. And I was a little bit annoyed. And so I told him, I was like, look, is there anything I can do to sway your opinion? Because this is a recurring thing. I'm wondering one, if you can give me insight, but two, like this isn't like free. So I did the math on like what the processing yeah. fee is and whatever. And like, it cost me $15 for, you know, to issue a $500 refund because right. that's the 2.9% processing fee plus 30 cents. Um, and like $15 is not, you know, it's not nothing, but like it's 15 bucks out of my pocket, you know? And, uh, so it's, it's not like a free thing basically. And, um, that person was like, Oh, I'm sorry. Like, you know, financial trouble, yada, 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 whatever ended up doing it anyways. But man, it's expensive. Like that kind of stuff. I couldn't imagine if there was also another fifteen dollars charge on top of that, and or just like lost all the money regardless. Like then, uh, yeah. I mean, I can't imagine at scale that just would really, really add up. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. And I, I, I mean, we get refund requests fairly regularly, and like you said, it's kind of like, uh, all right, you know, it's. To me, it's not worth the negative or potential like negative follow on by denying a refund request, yeah. even though it's like <laughs> standard SaaS terms of service, like we don't issue refunds for subscriptions. It's really annoying when someone requests it for an annual subscription. Uh, mm -hmm. But if it's like, there was one case recently where someone thought they were gonna use Webflow for their website, they purchased the Jetboost annual subscription, then like a week later they said, they were moving a ghost instead of Webflow, And I was like, okay, like you're not going to use Jetboost. Yeah. You shouldn't have purchased the annual subscription, but you did. So I just refunded them. Mm -hmm. That's usually how it goes, but it is like in the back of your, in the back of my head, like exactly like you said, okay, 2.9% plus 30 cents. Like every time we issue one of these refunds, it's like that money's just like evaporating. Yeah. But it's just an unnecessary expense completely. Yeah. Completely gone. Annoying. That's why Stripe is going to be the first trillion dollar company. Right. <laughs> Add that to the list of reasons why, why you should buy the Stripe IPO. Yeah. <laughs> you can uh, recover some of that money in later gains. <laughs> yeah. What a bummer. Well, you had a good run. Two years. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know. I feel like now that we've talked about this for, I don't know, 15 minutes, I feel like it, it's, it's made it sound like it was a bigger deal than it actually was. Like, it's just kind of like one of those things like, oh, it's sort of a bummer and annoying. But um, yeah, I think the bigger thing for me is it's like these one-off occurrences happen fairly regularly. 
Yeah. Like the, there's a little bit of dread every morning. I'm checking my inbox because I'm like, there's, there's just always like these random things that come up where it's like, mm-hmm. okay, this is now something I have to go deal with. Like, you know, whether it's something like that or uh, uh, some SaaS vendor that we're using saying, oh, you've got to upgrade, uh, you know, this, this feature that you're using is being deprecated. Here's how you switch. And it's like, okay, well now mm-hmm. I got to go do that. Or, yeah. um, you know, there was something from Stripe the other day. I haven't even fully looked at it yet, but it was like, there's new requirements for uh, collecting credit cards for your customers based out of India. And it's like, here's the changes you have to make. It's like, (laughs) I guess it's the price you pay for um, doing business online and and having your business available to anyone. But it's like, yeah, there's just always stuff that comes up every week and that, that burden of, of randomness is, uh, is difficult at times. True. Yeah. I totally feel you there. I was talking with someone maybe two or three weeks ago and, um, they were, they were sort of asking me about, you know, what I do. I was trying to explain in simple terms because sometimes it's hard for me to even wrap my head around it. I have like this usual spiel about like entrepreneur purgatory, still doing consulting, still working on my own stuff, yada, yada, yada. Here's my end game. Um, and they were like, man, like I wish, you know, one day I could do, you know, something like that. And I was like, do you, you know, do you really like, <laughs> because what, what they just finished telling me was that, uh, their boss was the best and they were worried mm-hmm. that like when they went on paternity leave that they would, uh, you know, like this big project they were working on would like fall apart or fall or, you know, be put on pause or someone else would, would have to take on this huge burden. And his boss was basically like, no, 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 like, we'll figure it out. You leave, just make as much progress as you can. And like, we'll take it from there. I was like, wow, like that's really, really nice. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. like the buck stops with you. If you're the founder, the entrepreneur, like literally every problem, problem is your problem. And, um, <laughs> Right. That that's the the price that you pay for the upside and the freedom and the flexibility. Uh, but you know, it's its own thing. So I feel you there. I'm, I'm, as we speak, uh, procrastinating going to my swipe files inbox because there's a few things in there where I'm just like, this doesn't, this doesn't feel important. It's those random things like this coupon code isn't working or like, uh, a question or, I have to like just go through and like filter out, you know, having my VA like do filters is great, but like I still have to go through and just like be like the final pair of eyeballs that looks at it and says like, is this worth giving attention to or not? And I just know most of it is not. Um, <laughs> and that's my job. Just have to deal with it. Yep. Yep. Totally. Yeah. Well, pros and cons. Uh, this is like the perfect, uh, summarization, right? You're celebrating the first, yeah. another anniversary, uh, but also talking about inbox anxiety and chargebacks and <laughs> random stuff that comes up <laughs> with India and Stripe disputes. It's fun stuff. Yeah. I would say for the most part, the pros definitely outweigh the cons and the, we've certainly made a lot of progress in a year and like I said things are in a much much better place now mm-hmm. um, but yeah still always 
always uh, an evolution as far as trying to continue to stamp these things out and uh, and improve things. Yeah. 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 Speaking of which, uh, my week last week was fairly simple and straightforward. It's funny because like sometimes I'm like, oh yeah, like I'm doing a killer job at just like ignoring stuff that doesn't, that isn't important, but like I still feel guilty and I still feel like I should go and address these things. And part of me feels, you know, like I'm doing something wrong. Um, because it's not coming from like a, it's not like I want to go do those things. And I'm like, no, I should do this more important thing. It's like, I just don't want to do those things over there. And I'm going to do this thing instead that happens to be more important. Um, mm. But last week I spent my whole week working on the tiny marketing ideas newsletter and uh, a talk for AdWorld, which um, it's pre-recorded. I made the talk that the, the conference isn't until the end of October, but um, they're doing a good job of getting everyone's recordings ahead of time. And uh, so I spent a good two days putting that talk together, which is actually a lot of fun and um, fairly easy to to record, although it didn't come without its hiccups. Uh, one being when I did like a little run through and realized that I wasn't like engaged with the camera at all. And it was like super, super boring and I was barely smiling. <laughs> so I went to record it again. And then the second time that I recorded it, it got stuck at like an 80% upload and was just like, it wasn't budging and I couldn't do anything to like edit or save until it like uploaded. And so then I reached out to, so I use, I was using soapbox and I used soapbox for most of those types of things. Um, I, I maybe would have used something else like zoom. Soapbox has worked well for me in the past, but I especially wanted to use soapbox because, uh, Adworld wanted a version of the talk that was just, my video um and then they wanted me to send the slides later with a timestamp of like the, the slide transitions and i was like that's way too much work in time and like i'd have to go back and watch my own video or have my assistant do that and like mm. it'd just be a huge like waste of time and then i thought it was like oh well, in wistia you can toggle back and forth between your video and the screen and so i can just save one version that has my video and then another version that has the, the screen share and then I can send it to them and say, here's the timestamps in the video. Just, you know, follow these transitions like I did when I recorded it. So it perfectly matches. Um, but then it got stuck in the 80% uploading. So I had to reach out to support and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna have to record this again. Oh, Go no. back and forth, trying everything I can. I spent like three hours just like troubleshooting and like trying to do things back and forth, uh, internet connectivity things. Um, trying to like look through their help docs and statuses. I don't know. It just was a huge waste of time, but their support was actually really great and figured out a little like hack where you can like force save from the browser and then like re-upload and that worked. So oh, uh, check that off the, the to-do list. And then, um, today did they have you I, like, typing commands in the console. No, no, no. Thank okay. goodness. <laughs> I was really scared it was going to come to something like that, but I was kind of willing yeah. to do anything as long as I didn't have to like record it again a third time. Um, but no, it was just like they have, I don't know. I feel like they should put it on the page, but you literally just click uh, or you just press command S and then it like force saves the video that that's uploading. Um, oh, wow. So yeah. So it's like, it's there, but it like didn't upload to Wistia servers and, so you can download it yourself and then re-upload and that worked. Oh, cool. Um, 
yeah, so managed to uh, managed to save that one. But um, and then today, pretty much wrapped up the tiny marketing ideas. Uh, I have like one small. I'm going to create like a little content snippet at the bottom that's going to have a dynamic call to action that I can change and update whenever I want to. That way, I don't have to go through every single email because there's about 70, I think. <laughs> and so that'd be a huge hassle. And thank goodness ConvertKit has the content snippets. But, uh, but just been cranking and finally, you know, finally uh, able to show and publish and get that out the door and move on to the main Evergreen newsletter and then finally move on to new kind of course material. But um, I think I wanted to wrap that up at like the end of August. So a couple weeks behind per usual, nothing terrible, right? It's my own <laughs> timelines and expectations, but uh, that feels really good to finally put a check mark besides as well. Uh, just cause I feel like I'm talking about it forever and not having the, like the, sh- the thing to show and ship is frustrating. So, yeah. So I feel about the sorting booster. I feel like that's been my update for <laughs> yeah, too many right. weeks now. <laughs> I know probably yeah one of the one of the perks negative perks of uh, doing a weekly podcast you feel like you always have to have something to update people on it's like well some things don't happen in a week sometimes it takes a month or two months even and uh yeah these are one of those things yeah how did you sorry just to go back to something you said earlier yeah how did you get hooked up with Adworld, like as far as did they invite you to do the talk or did you apply? Yeah, they had invited me to do a talk way back in April and then they decided to uh, go with someone else and were like, hey, we actually decided to go in a different direction, but we want to have you talk uh, at another conference going forward. So I was like, that's fine. Keep me posted. And then they reached out again for Adworld. And so, um, oh, nice. yeah, I can't remember what it was it was some sort of like virtual summit and then they're like oh but we want to have you like speak at like the big event at world and so i was like oh perfect sign me up that's fine and uh now it's finally here so yeah it was just a cold email from them reaching out and then uh i was looking at the speaker list and i was like wow <laughs> i didn't realize like how <laughs> how uh, nice this list is uh, to be on here i've had a couple of people dm, DM me like whoa saw your face on there that's crazy and, oh, that's um, awesome. so yeah just some i guess some more twitter serendipity probably that's super cool. I imagine it's like a pretty large event. Yeah. Yeah. Really large. Um, they're yeah. putting a lot into it. And so I'm really proud of the talk. I think it's going to turn out really well. I had a lot of fun with it. I think it's very, uh, it's very example driven and, um, tried to be new and interesting and bring something new that ta- new to the table. Uh, put my best foot forward there. But, um, it's funny because I see some people talk about like, here's how I got a, you know, domain ranking, 80 website to link back to me and it's like this like five step like super process and i go and look at swipe files i'm like oh i have like a bunch of those i have no idea where they came from <laughs> but like there <laughs> they are just because you know like oh that person over there like knows me and like they link to it because they follow me and so it's things like that you know like i really didn't have any intention for it but it just happened to uh happen to be top of mind and on the list that's awesome yeah that's pretty much it though. So now I'm looking at sort of, uh, yeah, looking forward to moving on to the main evergreen newsletter and then to new course material and, um, and possibly finally getting on top of, uh, 
office hours for swipe files and probably maybe I'm kind of targeting like an early October trying to figure out like the best, you know, I want to do like a regular time, like maybe like the first Wednesday of every month or something like that. have like just like a regular cadence. So still working through that, but I'm really, really excited to put a bow on tiny marketing ideas for a while and, uh, and move on. Yeah. I just, uh, opened up the tiny marketing ideas landing page. Because I realize which, I'm, not, I'm not on the list, so I need to get yeah. on it. <laughs> yeah, which also needs some work. I need to I need to create a an example and have a screenshot and then prove the landing page. So it's kind of like an MVP a long time ago, and then I dropped mm-hmm. it for a while, and now I'm coming back to it, but I haven't updated the marketing presentation for it. So that's uh, probably one of the final things that I'll do for it before I move on. Yeah. Dude, I can't tell you like how many things I have out there that are like, this was the MVP <laughs> and two years later, it's still the MVP, but totally. it's uh, doing the minimal job at least. I know. Yeah. It's hard. I feel like for like content in particular or like something like files, it's especially hard because it's so like publicly facing that mm-hmm. it's a little bit embarrassing and like I'm constantly, <laughs> I've had to like learn to let go of like, yep, yeah, this thing I just haven't gotten around to and like, talked up a big storm and then didn't do anything about it. Like, sorry, but like, this is what I'm working on right now. I'll get back to it later and just have to deal with it. Yeah. I was talking to a Webflow designer earlier today and they were saying how their portfolio site has been coming soon uh. for like <laughs> years. <laughs> yeah. Like I don't have time to work on my own portfolio website because I'm doing client work. It's like, mm-hmm. yep. Yeah. I know there's always things like that. Yeah. It's frustrating, but it's true. Yeah. I mean, like you said, you, you're focusing on, uh, doing the most important work first. So that's a good place to be in. Yeah. Yeah. Which feels weird and feels guilty (laughs) about makes me feel guilty about some things sometimes, but now I get to put a bow on tiny marketing ideas and, uh, and feel productive. Finally, you know, I get the, the dopamine hit finally having the output of it. So yeah, finally reaping the rewards. That's awesome. Cool. Well, anything else top of mind or new and noteworthy from the last week? No, pretty short one this week. Cool. Yeah. Pretty short for us, right? 30, 38 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> yeah. Mm. I don't know how I, some of the other podcasts I listen to that are this format that are only like 25, 30 minutes. I'm like, I don't know how they do it. I really, I don't know. No yeah. idea. I I salute them because yeah, can't figure it out. I don't know how they do it. <laughs> we're, ju- we're just long winded, I guess. <laughs> Probably. I've always been long winded. <laughs> All right. Well, we won't make it any more long winded. We'll wrap it there. We'll have as many of the, uh, uh, the links and mentions in the show notes and we'll see you next one.